Lord, we thank you for this offering. We recognize that we can never outgive you. It is completely ludicrous, impossible. What you have given us, this is just a token that we give back to you that in fact will help further your work on this earth. Pray your blessing upon it. We pray now, Lord, that we'll keep our focus on you. As Aline comes up to share the word, Lord, that your blessing will be upon her. You'll fill her with your spirit, that you'll give her the words that she will be able to share with us, that will encourage us, guide us, and lead us into a greater understanding of who you are and how you work. And, of course, unless you want to stay, children are released. Go and enjoy Junior Church. Is it still called Junior Church? The Spirit of the Lord. This is not a joke. Amen. Amen. This is not a warm-up word. This is a fact. That the Spirit of the Lord is here. Amen, Amen church. Amen. So let's raise our hands to heaven. And give praise to the Most High God. For His presence. Amongst us. Amen. I'm not going to apologize. Of raising my voice. Because that's who I am. And this is the anointing. Amen church. So if you don't want to say amen. It's up to you. Because when you say Amen. You're not saying it to me. You're saying amen to the truth of the word of God. And today is an exciting day. Are you excited? I am. Not just because of the graduation and we have did the discipleship course. Not just because of that, but because of the presence of the Lord. There are so many people today didn't wake up this morning. So many Heart, uh, broken heart people in our city, maybe on the street that we live. So we have so, so, so much to praise God for today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to invite you to raise your hands and we're going to say 
Hallelujah! Pastor Pirelli encourages us already. Amen. Amen. How important and powerful this is when you can have this intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. So today is a day of, that the Lord has made and we are rejoicing in him. And the message today is encouragement. We have gone through uh, the graduation and the uh, certificate and all this. So I want to encourage you with the scripture, what the word of God says. Uh, before we go further, I want to also encourage you that there will be uh, notes on the reception desk for every person because we wouldn't have time to go through all the scriptures. So I spend time and study the word of God and put the scriptures together to encourage you. Amen. Amen. So, go to the reception when we finish and take your copy. Go home. Don't put it down. Study it. Study the word of God. And I'm telling you, you'll be surprised. You'll be built up. You'll be like a giant. Hallelujah. In the word of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. So, encouragement can I have? Okay, wonderful. Praise God. Here it is. You can read it also. Encouragement is to give support, confidence, hope, inspiration, courage, strength, and purpose. Thank you, Lord. Encouragement is a very practical and powerful word. Encouragement uh, built up the body of Christ. We're going to go to the scripture 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11 and we're going to read it from the Amplified Classic. Therefore, encourage, admonish, exalt one another and edify, strengthen, built up one another just as you are doing. Amen. Amen. We are doing this, aren't we? Yes. We have been doing this. Yes. But what the scripture is saying, do more, continue. Encourage more. Spend more time to encourage one another according to the word of God. Just as you are doing. And we can encourage ourselves because we have been doing it. Amen. We have been encouraged as since we went to um, to Ilview and when we come here, we as one body we are encouraged. We have many uh, uh, meals we share. We share a lot of stuff. So the word of God is saying, continue to do this. Amen, church. Amen. Uh, admonish with love. We must do this, or this encouragement, or admonish each other based on scripture. You know, some people have their own opinions and their own idea. We are not doing that. We're not supposed to do that. We must encourage and admonish and, uh, the scripture, not on our own personal beliefs, 
our own opinions. So we have the scriptures there. Uh, I'm not going to read them because of time. When I don't want to take all the time. So you can take the scripture and read it and study it for yourself. All the scriptures. We must make, we must make encouragement a daily discipline. Hebrews 3 verse 13. Again, I'm going to read this one. But exalt one another daily. I like that. Daily. Daily. Let's say it together. Daily. Not when, just when we come to church. Daily. You can do WhatsApp. Most of us are on WhatsApp. You can do a phone call. You can do a card, a postcard. Many, many things we can do daily. And the word of God says, while it is called today, not tomorrow, while it is called today, while it is called today, amen. amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. So the encouragement that we're going to give is to encourage, to strengthen, as we said before, for people to stand firm. Many, so many people, even in the church, are discouraged. So many people, even in the church, are sad. So many people in the church are depressed. So many people in the church are worried. Am I right? Can you identify with that? Even if you are not, but you can identify with somebody. We can identify with somebody in the church, in the body of Christ, who are very low. So our job is to encourage. If encouragement is absence from the church, you will feel unloved, unimportant, and forgotten. Has anybody ever experienced that in church? It's common in churches, but we declare that that will not happen in this church. Whoo! Glory to God. Nobody will be forgotten here in our church. Nobody will be unnoticed in our church. Nobody will be unloved in our church. Nobody will un, is in, unimportant in our church. As long as it's called today, everybody, every one of you, even the visitors. Let me see your hand if any visitors are here. No visitors. Okay. So all, everyone that are here, you've been here before. And even if you're not a part of the church and you're just visiting, you are loved. You're important. You have not been forgotten. We want to say we love you. Encouragement was a regular part of the early church. And we see all the scriptures here. But I'm going to go to Acts 4 verse 32 to 37. The believers share their position, their positions. Hallelujah. So all the believers were united in heart and mind. And they felt that what they, they owned was not their own. 
So they shared everything they had. Verse 34. There were no needy people among, amongst them. Because those who owned land or houses would sell them. 35. And bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. Verse 36. Barnabas was nicknamed son of encouragement. Barnabas was a man of great conviction. He wanted to see the church flourish and grow. So we must encourage and edify one another with the word of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Then we see the scripture here, Ephesians 4, 15 to 16. We must encourage and edify one another with love. The agape love of God. The unconditional love of God. We have gone through this. Pastor Pearl gone through this teaching. Pastor Remy have gone through the teaching and love. And love's gone through the teaching and love. We have done three sessions. Do anybody remember? Yeah? Amen. So if you miss those sessions, you can get them. Okay? Pastor Pearl, she was the first one. Then we have Pastor Remy. And then we have Luz, who bring, talk about the agape love of God. The unconditional love of God. Amen. And then you go and study 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 13, 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 12. So this is what built up the church. The demonstration of Christ's love. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what built up the church. The demonstration of Christ's love. We must encourage and edify one another with our God-given gifts. Ephesians 4, 1 to 12. So the gifts is not for our own personal edification. No one should walk around and thinking, I have this gift and I have that gift and I have that gift. No. The gifts is to build up and encourage and edify who? The body. It says there, the body. You can say the church, but I, I you know, we say it as the scripture said it. The body, right? The body. Amen, church. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, it is not for our own personal uh, built up. It's to edify, or for edification, or to build up, to encourage and, and edify the body. Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us how to encourage and edify one another. It is incredibly important for all of us to encourage one another. It is incredibly important, not just some of us, but all of us,
to encourage one another. Encouragement is instilling confidence and courage in one another. Encouragement is empowering one another. Encouragement is vital just like breathing. Just like breathing. Encouragement is inspiring. It's exciting. It's motivating. It's quickening. Amen. Thank you, brother. Our encouragement, encouraging words can build, uh, can bring healing and restoration. I don't know if you have, as you've been serving the Lord, if you have encouraged somebody and um, you can see healing in their lives. Have you experienced this? You encourage someone and you can see a transformation. If you've never done it, try it. Amen, church. It brings healing and restoration. And we have the scripture. You can write an encouraging word to someone. Like I said earlier on, we have, most of us are on WhatsApp. You can send out a quick message. Hi, I'm checking on you. How are you? Not, you don't have to say a lot. One of the things that we are not very good at, we are so taken up with our time and what we do for ourselves and our family. Even though it's important, but that's not the most important, is to spend time to help somebody. Spend time to send a word of encouragement to someone. So you can send a postcard, you can say, I'm, I'm praying for you, how are you doing, and so on. Not when they go in hospital. Don't wait until people go in hospital before you get in touch with them. <laughs> or in the bed that you have to visit them. Amen, church. This is, this is the truth, isn't it? <laughs> Giving a big hug, which I love to. I love to give a big hug. Some people don't like to be hugged, but I do like to hug you because I'm telling you that I'm, I love you. And I call it prophetic law, hug. So when I give you a tight hug, it's because it's prophetic. And I'm releasing something to you. Hallelujah. If you don't catch it, I'm telling you the reason why. It's not because hug of hug's sake. But it's because I'm releasing something into you. Whoo. Glory. So when we hug each other, we're releasing love. We're releasing strength. We're releasing joy. We're releasing peace. We're releasing encouragement. Thank God COVID is gone. Because we're not afraid to hug. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So Holy Spirit is our encourager. And then we have all the scriptures here in John 14. It's there. John 14, 1 to 2, verse 16 and 18, verse 23 to 26, verse, verse 23, and verse 26 to 27. Again, if you can find the Amplified Classic, 
translation, read it from the Amplified Classic. It's powerful. It was Holy Spirit that gives us this kind of love and unity. This is the kind of unity we need in our church. We're getting there. Let me repeat it. We are getting there. Come on, church. We are getting there. This kind of encouraging word. This is our vision. To be an encouraging, loving, caring church. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering for this. Where do you go and find this? This is like a piece of gold. Thank you. It is. If you don't recognize it, it's time to recognize it. It's like a piece of gold. Greater than gold. What is happening here? Amen, church. I would expect you to raise your hands and say hallelujah. Something supernaturally is happening here. This is our vision. And I can stand boldly as one of the elders of the church and to declare this. You don't have to come directly from Pastor Remy or Pastor Pearl. We are in agreement in this. And I'm encouraging you, church, to catch it. We are in encouraging and caring, loving and caring church. I am going to ask you to repeat this confidentially, with confidence, that that's who we are. Okay. It's not on, is it there? Okay, yeah. But I put another word in. Loving, caring. Encouraging, loving, caring. I didn't put caring there. So we're going to say this together. We are, we are an encouraging, encouraging and, loving and loving and caring church. Caring church. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Brother Andrew, please get on the thing for us when we say hallelujah again. When we say hallelujah again. Let's get a beat with it, okay? Let's get a heaven beat with it. We are going to repeat this together again as our brother Andrew. So we are an encouraging, loving, Caring Church. Come on, brother. Encouraging, loving, caring church. So let's go back to um, Acts 
4 and verse 32. We're just going to read that. All the believers were united in heart and mind. And they felt, I'm not saying you should sell your house or your land or your houses or your land. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the spirit, the heart. It's not just the literal things that you do. It's where the heart is, where your spirit is. And they felt that what they owned was not their own. So they share everything they had. Hallelujah to Jesus. They share. We are a sharing church. Amen. We are a sharing church. Amen. Either you believe it or not. We are a sharing church. Amen. Amen. I felt the Holy Spirit give me a prophetic word for somebody. That are going through stress. A bit of depression, a bit of sadness, feeling a little lonely in yourself, feeling a little sad, all these feelings. I'm going to, we're going to pray for you because we're a caring church. We're a loving and caring church. Nobody should carry any depression. No one of us should be sad. None of us should be lonely. If that's you, raise your hands, please. Anybody else? We're going to minister to you, my brother. I'm going to ask you to come to the front. I'm going to ask you to come. Oh, sorry, I thought it was a brother. Forgive me. I take my glasses off, so. Yeah. Somebody else? Come along, please. Anybody else? There's at least four. Holy Spirit says I, at least four people are here today. That's three. There's one more. One more. Okay. Please come come up. Pastor Remy, Pastor Remy. Can we move this back? Today, the sadness, the loneliness, bitter depression are going to lift from you. Ooh, glory to Jesus. That's going to be lifted from you right now. Oh, hallelujah, we worship you, Lord. Yeraba la bala tenda la la ba uso totolo kotoso we 
give you praise, Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. Holy Spirit of God, we give you praise. Troubles vanish, hearts are melted, here in the presence of the King, in the presence. Church, let us remember what, uh, what we've heard today. A new commandment for you all, thou shalt not be forgotten. Pass it on. Okay, you can pray for each other in here, or you're welcome to go outside. Teas and coffees will be served. Encourage each other while we're a tea and coffee. But please remember what we've learned today. Keep encouraging each other. Make it a daily practice you do it via WhatsApp or physically. Let's keep on encouraging each other. So Remy wants to make sure that we're a church that is 
banished forgetfulness for each other. Okay, let's make sure that's never an issue in our church again. Okay, so teas and coffees are served. And uh, before you go, Remy's got one more thing to say, and then we'll be concluded. Thanks, Remy. Amen, amen, amen. Even though she's uh, praying for people, why don't you just appreciate learning and bringing the word? And say thank you. Thank you, Lenny. It is a warm day in that sense. A couple of things from me to you as we conclude. Say a few things about Lurleen because she's actually traveling from tomorrow. Um, This is a historic thing, and it's not just a historic. It's actually a biblical thing. So we should all have ministry, exercise ministry, not just in the house, but out the house as well. Because we all have gifts, don't we? So she has a ministry outside of the house, has done for many, many years, and uh, visits Portugal and exercises ministry there with the church over in Portugal. We'll see how that develops in terms of um, us and them understanding each other. But uh, she's traveling tomorrow, so she'll be away for about five or six weeks. So um, if you don't see her next Sunday, it's not that she doesn't like you. Uh, she <laughs> don't be discouraged, but she's on ministry in that sense. So we want to release her as a congregation as an eldership, because the way this biblical model works, I'm not sure if you come across that, but everybody in church should have a ministry, not just inside, but outside. And it doesn't have to be this kind of ministry, but whatever work you do outside of church is your ministry. If you're a teacher, that's your ministry. If you're a lecturer, that's your ministry. Because Jesus sends us out to the world, doesn't he? And often you don't get in churches where people acknowledge that kind of thing and pray for people and give them leadership covering and release them and we'd like to get to a model where we can do that where everybody knows that they're covered by church and released so at your point of interfacing where you're talking to people because they're not all going to get saved by coming in here they're actually meant to get saved out there and then you bring them in here so as we understand that and release one another and bless you then you can go in that confidence knowing that uh, you're empowered and released by church so that's what we do um, so will you guys just stretch forth your hand as I just pray over Sister Lurling as she goes and travels. As she goes, she will go in her inimitable style. And what an encouragement is that even as I'm praying, I'm talking to us all because we must all be ourselves, yes? She preaches slightly different from other people and has an exhortation spirit about her and you've got to catch it from spirit to spirit. But that's all the different range in gifts of God and we're to release people in all their gifts. So as she goes, Father, in her inimitable style, may the word of God be upon her mouth. May another grace from God be upon her as she exercises ministry in that place. We release that fire that she carries, older person that she is, but nevertheless youthful in her being, and carries that fire. May that fire be released and catch and touch people in that place in Jesus' name. We cover her with the anointing from this place in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So as Graham meeting leader said, as we go in terms of encouraging one another, it's meant to be done daily. So even as you are having tea and coffee, encourage one another. There's a couple of ways we can do that. Uh, You can say to the person, you are loved. Why don't you just look to the person next to you, to your left or your right. Say to him, you're loved. I'll say it. Let's say if you mean it, friends. Say it like you mean it. You are loved. And then say to them, you are important. 
say to them, you're not forgotten. And say to them, you have a part to play in this place. Hallelujah. And I'd like to just encourage, we've had an older member of the congregation, but just encourage us, some of us who are that part of our lives, even though we're bringing Terry and Anne into eldership, there are other elders in the, in the house. You may not be in eldership functioning per se, but if you're an elder and you carry yourself as an elder, then we want to encourage you to just be an elder in the house. I could name a few names, David and Margaret Gilder, people who exercise significant gifts. If I don't name you, it's not because of anything. I'm just trying to give an example. So we'd expect people to walk as elders. We'd expect Glennis, as she does, walk as an elder and as a mother in the house. Can you say amen? And when we begin to walk in that manner, we'll release something else from God. Yes? Because the Bible says in Judges chapter 5, verse 2, you've got to know your Bible. When the princes in Israel take their place, then the people say hallelujah. So when we all, princes and princesses, take our place, we release a hallelujah in the house. Can you say amen? amen? And we will help each other develop in all of that, discipleship. There's a resource that we are developing in-house, which hopefully will be available later on in the year. But our resident professor, you never knew we had a resident assistant professor in the house, did you? 